Welcome to the Cinescare Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Speak. And I am also one of your hosts, Joe Jans. And of course, with us as always is the super fan, Mr. Mark Piscady. Hello, everybody. And of course, with us as always as well is Mr. Jimmy O. James Oster. Oh, happy to be back, guys. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes, we. I think we're all excited this week. It uh, feels like it was a while back, but it was only two weeks ago. Or not, well, not even two weeks ago. Not even two weeks. <laughs> recording on an earlier night than we normally do. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, I think when we, you know, usually at this point in the show, we talk about stuff we've watched recently. And Jimmy O has... Uh, because his other gig is like as a journalist for for JoeBlow.com, he gets to see sh- movies before the rest of us minions do. So he got to see Nope this last week. So Jimmy, why don't you uh, give us a, a nice taste of, of and your little review, I guess, of, of what you thought. Absolutely. So first things first, I, I um, after watching Nope, I've become a bigger fan of Get Out and Us. I, 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 I'm watching this film and I, I, I really don't want to give anything away because I, I, I this is a movie that you know how Get Out and us both have these big spoilers, like these big twists that you're like, oh, OK, right. wow, that's happening. Yeah, this is there's the twist isn't so big here in, in, in Nope, but it's still just chock full of surprises and it's fun and you don't know where it's going and you're kind of like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then you realize. Oh my God, he's made a homage to, and I don't want to say because you guys haven't seen it because it's such a little thing. And and if you look it up, like my friend actually asked him about this, I I asked I had did a, did an, I did an interview with Jordan and I I the first thing I walk into the room I'm like you did a homage to this didn't you and he's like he nodded of course and I, I didn't want to re- mention it in the review because or in or in the interview because I'm like. I want people to enjoy it. It's fun. It's freaking fun. And it's the characters are great. All the actors are awesome. It's it's weird. And there's a couple of images that you're like, okay, I cannot get that out of my head. That is horrible. Nice. But I really love this movie. I really love it's one that the more I think about it, I'm like, I need to see this again. I get I watch the trailers now because I watched I didn't watch them before. Now I'm like, I watch the trailers, I get giddy, I want to watch it again. I loved it. Absolutely yeah. loved it. I, I think it's going to be a little divisive because, uh, you know, we we love to build people up in this in the world of Hollywood and then tear them down. But I, I, because I, I, I know I talked to a couple of people that weren't fans of it, but honestly, I the more I think about it, the more I love it. And it's just really unique. And you you just have, it's a ride, man. It's a ride. And I love it. And it, and it literally has the best use of a title in the actual dialogue of the script i've seen in a long time nice Hmm. is it scary yeah yeah at times okay there's there's one scene that's like really unnerving i mean it's unnerving is what it is yeah like you you know it's fun and shit but like then you get to a couple points you're like okay that is just disturbing to watch to hear it's really it's the sound design, the, the the set design, all of it is really interesting. I mean, this guy's a, this Jordan knows how to make a movie. <laughs> he really yeah. does. 
he's he continues to prove that whether you like his films or not he's a really inventive guy and he's really creative and really exciting and he takes chances and i i i for one love that i love yeah. that and i love seeing that and i i i actually wanted to watch all three of them again now i mean that really that's how this affected me yeah that's great all right, I, I have a question i don't want you to give away what the movie is that was the homage because there's millions of movies out there and the likelihood that I'm going to guess this right is pretty slim, but I just need to know, was it an homage to Manos, the hands of fate? <laughs> you know, okay. You didn't say anything. Think. So I'm leaving. <laughs> it might be pretty close. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, well, I, I am definitely looking forward to checking that one out uh, later this week. It comes out, what, Thursday, Friday, something like that? Thursday, right? Yeah, Thursday previews, yeah, and then, of I'll, course, Friday I'll be really, I'll be really honest. Jimmy swayed me. Originally, I was just like, eh, if I see it, I see it. If I don't, I don't. Now I want to see it. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought That's the why trailer people should like, listen to critics. I, yeah. I When I saw, first saw the trailer, I was like, it's, it looks cool. It looks interesting. I'm, I'm, but I, I, I kind of thought I'd go in and not like it. I thought there would be this moment that I'm like, yeah. It's, and I think in the beginning I had so much fun and then it got, it just went on these wild roads. I was just like, it, it, and again, it's kind of a simple plot. Like it's kind of simple, but mm -hmm. it's so effective and so fun. Oh my gosh. I can't wait for you guys to see it. I hope you like it. I really do. But I, I think people are going to dig it. I think it's a perfect escape horror film. It really is. Nice. Yeah, I, I I also heard uh in some some other uh, interviews with uh, Peel and whatnot, but uh this film basically is is in daylight, right? Yeah. It's a lot of daylight, so it's you know it's it it's gonna be really hard to pull off to be scary. You know, you know it's not really nighttime most of the time. It's mostly during the day. One so of the scenes that's the most terrifying takes place with lights everywhere and 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 just stuff going on, and it has nothing. I'll tell you this without spoiling. I think it has nothing to do with the main plot. Awesome. Nothing to do with it. it it's huh. just a, a, a kind of a quinky dink kind of connect, connected to one of the characters. Hmm. But it's one of the most freaky, terrifying images. I was like, really unsettled. Cool. Yeah. Well, you know, and there's a lot of, you know, bright daylight or brightly lit horror films. It's like Absolutely. a whole, there's a whole category of that. With, Texas uh, Chainsaw Massacre, baby. Yeah. Texas First Chainsaw one. Massacre. Um, you got the shining. Although you, you know what, Matt? Midsum really, Midsummer. Matt, really yeah, you're right. I got to interrupt you. Um, Obviously, the first original Texas Chainsaw Massacre wasn't as good as the last remake we saw on Netflix because that I was agree. brilliant. Yeah, oh yeah, no, the brilliance yeah. of that latest Netflix one. It's was. amazing what they've done with that. Yeah, yeah it wow. sure is. A, yeah, I, I, yeah, it turned me. I, I'm molded that know. that lumpy piece of clay yeah. into a statue. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Even, I'm, I'm sorry, not even Mark taking the bait. I'm not taking the bait. <laughs> uh, okay, I don't have well. The energy. Uh, let's see, Go, Joe, what did you watch recently? Anything? Well, uh, speaking non -theme? of which, I, I watched Manos. I would like to thank, uh, one of our, our avid listeners, Catherine Horan, if I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I had never heard of this and I was a huge mystery science theater 3000 fan. I will admit when I, I tried watching Manos, the hands of fate, uh, the original, and I got maybe seven minutes into it and I had to turn it off so that I could, cause it was just, I could tell where I, I could tell this was fodder for MST3K and Rift Track. Yeah. So I, I immediately went back to Tubi. I found out 
the Rift Tracks version and the MST3K versions were both on Tubi, or as Jimmy calls it, Tubby. Uh, <laughs> and so I, I, I only watched it for the first full time with uh, the Rift Tracks version, and it was a treat. It is a gem. I highly recommend. I, I used to push that everybody watch Drive-In Massacre. Um, forget it. I Well, don't forget it, because Drive-In Massacre is just awesome. But yeah, that's this, our baby. Yeah, this one goes right up on the shelf right next to it. It mm-hmm. is a tremendously funny film. And um, Matt or Mark, did you you said you just watched yeah, this too? Yeah, I watched it, but I didn't watch the Rifrax. I just watched the the original, the movie. And what was the character's name of the I, like the henchman? Igor, uh, Gorgo or something like or, that, or or Gorgo or something like that. This guy. This guy was ridiculous. Talking Torgo. about Corgo. Torgo. This um, guy I... chewed up the every scene that he was in. Just there was a there was uh, just with his limp. Um, it, the whole thing's dubbed over, but I mean, this Gorgo guy, Torgo. Torgo was was. So I found movie. out why. Why I find I found out why Torgo took a half an hour to walk from. Yeah. one end of the room to the other. Uh, he was apparently reported to be on PCP the <laughs> entire filming. Oh my God. Okay. And uh, so everything was just extra trippy for that particular guy. Um, and yes, you are correct. They, they were shooting it on this camera that could only record. I think it was 38 seconds worth of film at a time before they would have to stop. So the editing was an absolute nightmare. And then um, there was no audio recorded during the original filming of this so everything was overdubbed later it's just a wow a work of art it's <laughs> so bad though it's I, oh my gosh i saw the only version i've seen was years ago on msg3k so it's it's been quite some time Same, there's, yeah, need to there's check a it fight out. scene there's a fight scene in this uh with, with these the girls these, the girls oh, on the beach it so is so good it's it's so bad. It's oh my gosh! It, it there was no choreographing or anything. Just fight, and they would just fall down, and then they would get up and fall down over again. <laughs> and this would, and this went on. Joe, how long did this go for? It, it oh, it's like eighteen like minutes. Yeah, something like that. It was so bad. But yeah, you know, those of you, Thanks, Catherine, yeah, uh, take <laughs> Catherine's word for it. Take my word for it. It's only like an hour and 10 minutes long. Yeah, uh, it's it's totally worth it. Do yourself a favor and then make sure your friends watch it, too. Well, and the, the guys from MST3K, I believe, said it was the worst bad movie they've ever done. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's like saying you've never seen the room. You kind of just have to have to get through it. So. And then I also watched uh, John Carpenter's "They Live," from oh, yeah, which was doing fighting fight sequences. I know <laughs> long fight sequences. I, yeah, uh, I was just Great. in the mood for it. I had to see it. So wow, um, I hadn't watched "They Live" in ages, and I sort of forgot about the coincidentally extremely long fight scene until I'm like in the middle of it. But um, such a good film, although. The thing that I'm most puzzled about is this is a John Carpenter film and the music, the sound, the sound design is not very good. Um, You know, that's kind of what Carpenter does really, really well. And it was just I was it was stripped away from this film. 
Um, hmm. So, I mean, that's kind of a, a downer. I don't rem- but yeah, I don't remember the music in that at all. Yeah. I don't think anybody does. There were, it just was not memorable, but yeah. it is just to, just to hear Rowdy Roddy Piper say, I'm here to chew bubble gum and kick ass and I'm all yeah. out of bubble gum. I, I could loop that and watch it forever. So that's worth everything. Great film. Absolutely. Uh, anything else, Joe? That's all I had. Mark, how about you? No, no, I, I watched Nothing. uh Manor, Manor, whatever Ma- Manor. What is it called? Manos. 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 Yeah, that's what I watched. On Tubi. On Tubi. On Tubi. Yeah. Yeah, on Tubi. Um, I do want to say, I want to, I don't know if I'm going to say it. I'm just admitting it. I watched uh, Mad God for the third time. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. God. I I still haven't seen it. I haven't had it. James, come on. Yeah, James, you're busy, man. Actually, it was sort of like on in the background, but it was on. I wait. I I watched Blue Velvet. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you yeah. did. You I did. watched Blue Velvet. Absolutely loved it. Absolutely it took thirty six years for me to watch it, but um, I'm in love with it. Um, I'm gonna buy it. Uh, it's it's fantastic. And uh, yeah, I really do think. I think watching it for the first time, I know exactly what Matt was always saying. It's a masterpiece, and it is. There's so yeah. many. It's an Easter egg hunt. There's so Help many. Help me out with the math. Characters. So thirty six years. 36 years. It so came out in 1986. It? Oh, okay. But yeah. you never saw it. I never saw it. So it took you 50 years to see it. No. <laughs> well, he couldn't have seen it before it came out. Yeah. That's well, true. Yeah. <laughs> that You're doing Mark math. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. What the hell? Yeah, 545. <sighs> well, I was trying to, I'm like, it, when he said I hadn't seen it in 36 years, it made me think that he saw it when he was 14. <laughs> and then watched it again. Yeah, that's math off the top of your head. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I need a scratch pad. Yeah. No, I'm glad you watched that. It's one of my favorite movies for sure. Right. And, you know, it my definitely, it's, it's not a horror movie necessarily, but it definitely has Some horror. Elements. There's a lot of horror in it. You but know what? That's true of all David Lynch, really. It's, it's, yeah. it's not known as horror per se, but. It's horror, <laughs> you know. We need to do a. We need to do a. David oh, yeah. Lynch no, that's that's definitely one of my big intentions is uh, to get to do a David Lynch uh, uh, episode because, well, Eraserhead. That's just plain horror. That is a horror film. Yeah, that's a horror it. movie. Never oh, you seen haven't it. seen? Yeah, and nope. uh, that I haven't seen in 20, 22 years. That's a black and white film, right? Right. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, fantastic. it's brilliant. It's absolutely and, brilliant. Uh, uh, I mean, the Elephant Man is not necessarily horror, but it's horrific. And mm-hmm. and Love then, uh, what's the Lost Highway? Fire, fire, Lost Highway, fire, fire Walk with Me is yeah. almost pure horror. So almost pure horror. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, there's you know Twin Peaks and 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 the the Twin Peaks Return, which I will also say Twin Peaks the Return has an episode of television, one of the best episodes of television ever made. Uh, episode eight, if you guys get to it. It's a number one. In fact, you could almost watch it alone and uh, uh, I, on its own and not even know anything about the show. It's just that brilliant. But um, Ooh, cool. Uh, let's see. Oh, so I guess the only other thing I have, I didn't really watch anything. Let me see. Actually, I did watch something, I believe, but we may Man have. Man of Death. No, I didn't watch that actually. I let's see. We watch nope. Actually, I didn't watch anything that was not theme related. Uh, but I do have an announcement. Uh my 
I have a novel coming out in September. I don't have a date yet, so I'll, I'll let you guys know. Probably, I will probably know more by the next time we record, but uh, just keep a heads up. Uh, if you don't follow me on Facebook, I have an author account there. You can follow that and I'll, and I'll, I'll keep it up to date on this and a scare thing too, but I have an, uh, it's a standalone horror novel called the last house. And it's, uh, it's a mix of subgenres, I guess, but it's, it'll be, uh, coming out sometime towards the end of September and there will be a pre pre-order period as well, but I don't know the specifics just yet. So I'll let you know I'm when assuming, I do. I'm assuming that every time we record an episode, you'll read an excerpt from it. Uh, no. That'd be cool. <laughs> no? Well, I could. Uh, like a cereal. Maybe yeah. before it, maybe before the, or the week that it re, uh, comes out or something like that, I can, I'll, I'll read an excerpt. Actually, I would like Mark to read it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I'll do it. Is there a summary or anything about this book, or do you want to keep it under wraps for now? For now? Uh, maybe next time. Yeah, I, I'm still working on the, the back blurb and he will uh, tell you next time yeah i'll yeah. tell you next time <laughs> Stay um, tuned. <laughs> so anyway that is that brings us to our theme of the week which was picked by mr jimmy o and that theme is killer kids so uh jimmy yes. uh take it away let us what uh what drew you to this particular uh theme and and then of course you know talk about I guess whatever order you've got in terms of uh, which movies you, you watched or want to talk about first. For sure. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was thinking about it and I was, you know, I, I think I was talking to a couple of you guys about where I should go with it. And I, I, I kept thinking about killer kids. I kept thinking about, you know, the basics, there's the children of the corn, there's technically the exorcist and the omen so there were a lot of options that we could have done but i wanted to go a little deeper i wanted to go a little darker and i wanted to go a little more interesting with what we picked so not all of them are great films i'm sorry but they're not but there's something special and unique about every one of them that i kind of dig so i liked all of them i i mean they're not all, all like, of them. they're not all masterpieces but i liked all of them yeah, yeah I didn't. they've got charm. They absolutely have charm. And, and I think I, I, didn't. I, I think I'm going to start with my least favorite. That's what I'm starting with. I, so You're, I'm going to start least with favorite? A, yes, my least favorite. This is okay. my least favorite, but I think it's got something special. Uh, we're, we're talking 1981, The Pit, which was also called Teddy. So. It, the film is directed by Lou Lehman. It stars uh, Sammy Snyders and Jeannie Elias. I think I'm getting these names right. Hopefully I am. Yes, uh, you are. What, what I really liked about the that movie in particular was actually I hadn't seen it. I had never seen it. I'd only heard about the kid who had a little teddy bear. And some, for some reason, there's a lot of little monsters in a pit somewhere in the woods that apparently no one can find in this movie except for this kid. It's weird. Uh, I, but I think it's kind of brilliant, kind of interesting and kind of terrible. And I love all of those things about it. But I want to hear what you guys have to say. Like, because this is new to me. Uh, so, hey, hey, Mark. I I yeah. liked this one, you know, quite a bit. I, I didn't think, um, uh, I, I felt like there, there was a point 
where it went in a direction I wouldn't have necessarily gone. Like I did, I felt like I thought for a while that these creatures, what did he call the creatures in the, in the pit? I can't remember now. Uh, Trollio something troll. I I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of troll thing, whatever. Yeah. Uh, And I thought for a while that because he, we never really got to see him very well and he didn't really. Trogs. 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 Oh, yeah. No, he had Trog. a weird name. Trogo something. Trog- was it? it was something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Troglodyte or something. I don't know. Um, but anyway, I, I thought that he was going to, I thought it was going to turn out that the things that were in the pit were all the kids that he had pushed down there and they were still alive and he was feeding them raw meat or something like that. But it actually turned out to be actual trolls instead. So I, I, I thought it would have been cool. I liked the ending as well. I thought, you know, the girl pushing him in uh was fun that was fun he had obviously this kid he had some sexual issues (laughs) serious sexual issues i you know what kills me is that you know in these movies in the 70s and early 80s they they were not i a lot of these things would not be made now like in fact i think all three of the movies that we watch from that time period in this theme probably would not be made now at least not the way that they were 100 percent and the there's brood. a couple i'm actually going to get into that with one yeah. of the films a, a, yeah. a specific scene that really was i was like holy shit i can't believe they pulled that off right i um, I, I love this film i i thought this film was i i believe i said it was a masterpiece <laughs> it's i thought it, it was i thought it was so bad it was good I, the acting was completely you know horrible I, I, especially the, the kid was uh, was just in my opinion just a bad actor. Um, I I thought the cops in this uh, film were just you know great bumbling cops. Um, yeah, gratuitous nude scenes. Uh, <laughs> um, I I I I loved the the fact that uh, he pushed an old lady on in a wheelchair and she's like you know that that this like a pull away shot of uh, of the kid put just pushing uh, this old lady in a wheelchair you know, like down the hill and she, she's just flailing her arms and i thought it was great i thought i thought it, i thought it was a really fun uh film to watch i was laughing all the way through it and i i don't understand why this kid's being bathed by the babysitter that's just right. weird. yeah that was well, strange I mean, it was a different time but like well I get, that, yeah. yeah that's a there's a lot of like matt hit it on the head there's some creepy sexual shit in this movie really yeah. disturbing uncomfortable shit in this film Legitimately, yeah, yeah he's, he's he's just b- watching her uh sleep and her you know her nipples hanging out. He's he got a big this kid's a pig, man. He's a pig, <laughs> he's, not like, a he's pig. a gross little he's pig. pig. No, he's not. He's 12 yes, years old. Is. No, he's 12 years old. He's he, got this, nudie, this guy is magazine. At, at 13. That's yeah, who he is. I agree like, with like, James. And see, all the reasons that Mark is saying that he loves this film are the reasons that I didn't like it. <laughs> well, and and Mark, I mean. The guy, the kid, uh, it, he he tried getting the the neighbor woman or whatever to undress. He did went through this whole elaborate scheme to make it undress, threatening to kidnap that's, her. That's not daughter. a normal. Yeah, that's yeah, not a that's, normal. That's, kid should be arrested. Thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, the kid should be locked up for life. That's and how actually bad. that that scene was so stupid that that woman just said, "All right, well, fine, if that's what yeah, I yeah, do." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she starts complying with it. And it's, <laughs> Yeah, but, but he's a clever kid. I mean, he had a tape recorder in a phone booth to go in. 
he calls and then runs away until he's uh, taking pictures. Come on. I also want to point out that according to uh, the dailies, the original Trog or whatever their costumes were deemed too unrealistic. So they had to get new costumes made. So what we actually saw in the movie was their second attempt at making these creatures in the in the pit. The more realistic version. Yeah, these are the much more realistic <laughs> versions. They well, looked about they, as they looked about as original as like the Slee stacks. Well, and then Lands of the they kind of look like critters. Yeah, 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 a little bit. But he has to bit, leave like, them ac- like across half the state to get to this little hole in the in the ground. You know, it's yeah. like somebody. I, if I was an adult, you know, and he's r- running off with the football, I'd be like, okay. I'm going home. I, I love the opening you, where he like half the state. He introduces himself to that kid on the uh, um, the, while they're trick or treating. Yeah, and then there's the flashback oh, yeah. to them on the the playground at school, and he's like, "Hi, I'm so and so," and the kid just turns around and belts him in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like I mean, like, usually in movies like that, when you have a kid who's like abused or kind of bullied or stuff. He's at least partially likable. This kid was just hateable. Like exactly. I was, I, well, by the was, end, yeah. I was so happy to see that little girl do that. I was like, thank freaking God, because I don't want this kid existing in the world. He's terrible. Yeah, I kind of wanted to see the movie with her, you know, like what's she going to be like? Because she seemed like such a normal, like popular kind of girl. She was, you know, cute and she was more put together. She she didn't have a weird thing to her as much as the other boy um, although we only saw a bit of her so she probably did yeah. right but i she it, she, <laughs> she at was least, a better actor than she at uh, least had some social skills <laughs> yes, you know yeah no she was just a better actor that too she really was. <laughs> although you know, uh, funny i did some research and they were he got kind of praised his performance got praised really mm. yeah legit it's yeah. not like a fucking uh, by sorry, who uh, is mom like a 42 <laughs> round tomatoes i don't know how many like the I, I was like i didn't go i didn't do the deep dive in to see how many reviews there are probably yeah. like 10 but yeah. like that's i i was i thought it'd be like 15 percent. i gave it three stars i gave it three stars yeah it, it was fun it was a fun it, especially when he lets them out and then the cops are doing a line through the forest and they're just shooting them and that was it you know yeah like, yeah it was right. so out of the box like i'm like what where did this movie go? Like yeah, it was here to hear. I'm like, I, I thought I was watching the crazies for a second. It was great. Yeah. He was out on his own all the time too, but that was very typical of the time. So yeah. That's true. Um, all right. So what's the next movie, Mr. J? Well, the next movie, let's get into the, uh, a couple more popular modern, you know, I'm, I'm jumping into sinister because we've been talking yeah. a lot about the black phone and, uh, and I do think Scott Derrickson is a marvelous director. Uh, I, I really like Sinister, but I will say there are things about it I don't love. And I rewatching it again and kind of experiencing it, what I do love, uh, you know, it's about a guy who's a writer who's writing a book, true crime book, moves into the house where this stuff happened. And he finds these weird videos of uh, a film of, of families being massacred and tortured and all this stuff and there's this demonic force it's it's such a cool idea the 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 eight millimeter films i believe they're eight millimeter are so utterly disturbing oh my yeah. god the, the the 
everything about those. It's just like, it feels like you're watching a snuff film. Yep. My only minor issue is I didn't care as much about the family as I would have liked to. I, I just, yeah, me too. You know, particularly I, but, but, the wife. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. wife, not a yeah. good actress. I, I was impressed. I did with not her care acting. for her one bit. She's not my favorite, but yeah. I will say that like, I, it's a, it's a very good film. It's a very well-made film. What were your guys' thoughts on revisiting Sinister? Well, this is one of my favorite movies of the 2010s. Um, nice. I, I did my own little list of my favorite horror movies of the 2010s. And this was, I think number nine or 10. And, uh, uh, I, I just think it's scary and, uh, and that's it. Like, I, I don't, you know, it's one of those, it's like, I, I put it around the same range as like the conjuring, um, you know, it's just, it's just meant to be scary. And I thought there were some disturbing scenes. Like you said, the super eight footage that they have is, is, uh, uh, is pretty disturbing. And, and as each of those reels starts up, you get a sense of oh, what, what am I about to see, you know, because you don't know. And, and there's almost, and that's, that's one of the things that I love about found footage films is, uh, is that sense of not knowing, uh, what's about to happen. What are they going to present to me now? Often in found footage films, they don't present a whole lot. You know, there's only a few that really do it effectively, but in this case, it's, it's similar. They it's, I mean, these are found footage, right? It's just in the context of a narrative story. So it has, but it has that same sense and you get, you kind of get, I felt myself, even though I've seen this before, I felt myself feeling that tension again as, as each movie um, started up. And of course, Ethan Hawke is fantastic. Apparently yep. there are some tie-ins between this and the black phone and uh, part sinister part two is supposed to tie into the whole thing. Uh, yeah. So I, you know, from what I've heard, from what I read, I think Catherine Horan, that, uh, per, our, our fan on Cinescare fans, uh, I think she posted an article about it, right? Mm-hmm. Having to do yeah, with it. Same director, in. isn't it? Yeah. Same director for all three. Um, yeah. Plus we've got another Wait, no, I did, reunion. I, did Scott Derrickson do see the sequel? I don't think he did the sequel. Is he no, doing uh, the sequel? Black, Black no. Phone. Oh, Black Phone. I thought you meant yeah. Sinister 2. And I'm like, I don't think he did that. I forgot. Um, who did. Is there going to be a Sinister 2? There was. There was. It wasn't that oh. bad. Yeah, there, it wasn't oh, yeah, that there bad was. at all. No, I think there's another Sinister coming out or something like that. I can't remember. Oh, gotcha, now. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, still still Sinistering? Still, <laughs> yeah, still yeah. Sinistering. Sinister 2 uh, took uh, James Ransom's character, who was in the first film, and he became the headline. It was right, good. I thought right. It, I know a lot of people didn't like the sequel. I actually really enjoyed it for Jay. I like James. I think he's a really talented actor and he's really interesting to watch. Always. I, Plus, I had that. That was the other thing I was going to say is that we have another pairing of this director, Ethan Hawke and James Ransom. Right. You know, between this and black phone again. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I did the sinister. I mean, this was actually the first time I watched it. Um, I, I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought I thought the idea was great, especially, you know, with the end and how it really developed. I really thought it was great. But uh, all in all, though, it's like I, I had a hard time connecting to this family. Uh, you hardly even see the uh, the son uh, for like 40 minutes, I think, after it, it, you just 
he's just not there. You just don't see him. Um, and Ethan Hawke's character, he's kind of an asshole. And that, I don't know what it is with films and bringing in, uh, you know, who have like writers or authors. They're always so tormented and they're just always self-loathing. Am I right, Matt? Because we are. <laughs> I, writers are mean. Well, Matt's not. <laughs> he is totally mean. Matt's mean. I, no, you, we only talk in absolutes here, Mark. Yeah, there's. I don't a, know. It, I, go ahead. I, I mean, and it's great for a movie, you know. Yeah, but most of the writers I know aren't particularly mean people. In fact, most people in horror and who are horror filmmakers tend to be some of the sweetest, nicest people, most yes. uh, courteous people you'll ever meet, and they, they just have this dark side that comes out in their storytelling. You know, mm. and I'll do. I want to give out in a world of fan bases that are kind of ugly. Uh, you know, uh, Star Wars. Um, I I will say horror. I think we've maybe maybe even talked about this. Horror fans are the coolest people. They're just they, really nice. They people. are. They are. Yeah. They 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 very oh, much totally. so. Just yep. I, I experience that on Twitter uh, all the time. The horror 100. fans are yeah. awesome. Awesome. Uh, actually, Marvel fans, not so much. Yeah. Um. Actually, uh, sinister or sinister. Not Sinister. Sinister uh, was uh, there was a scientific study done by I can't remember. I'm trying to find it now, but I, I can't find it now. But it's called the Science of Scare Project. And I believe it was done by Harvard University, but I, I could be wrong about that. And they listed at the time uh, Sinister was the scariest movie ever made, uh, according to. They did. They had people watching movies, and they had them hooked up to all kinds of things, and uh, they they monitored their um, heart rates and stuff like that, and somehow came up with this this uh, algorithm. Really, I don't know how, but that's, yeah, it's creepy. I didn't yeah, think it was, was that scary. Was Manos the Hands of Fate in this number two? Yep, it was number two. Yeah, it was real yeah. close. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like the one thing about Sinister is that when he's peeking up and the kids are or the ghosts are you know, turn and, you know, go, shh, you know, puts a finger up to their lips and says, shush. Um, and he falls down and all the stuff starts dropping from the attic. Uh, he just grabs all the stuff, um, burns it. Wife comes out like, what's going on? He's going, we're leaving. We're leaving now. Get the fucking kids. We're leaving. I love that. It's like, finally, you know, like he witnesses that. Yeah. Get the fuck out of the house. I love yeah. that. Yeah. There you go. Speaking of getting out, let's jump to the next film, shall we? Yeah. Segway. Okay. Ooh, James. Okay. Look at nice, me. James. Um, so I'm going to hey, hold on. Hold on. Joe almost Joe did almost look like he was about to say something. Did, did you have something to say about Sinister that you didn't did get you a chance to? Before I jump over? Uh, no, that's fine. Are you sure? You sure? You like I, know, I was going to uh, jump on to Mark's comment about, you know, finally leaving. I'm like, I haven't seen something that smart since Poltergeist. Yeah, true. It was the well, last time. Actually, actually, that wasn't supposed to be a joke. Uh -oh. I'll, take, I'll take the rim shot. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, it's so I hard never to see people leave during a horror film. It was great. And I was seriously trying to think when was the last time I saw a family just had enough? And it was yeah. poltergeist years ago. Uh, but it's, you know, I'll it's, take the rim shot. With your delivery really it, quickly. With you your, built it on the graves. With your delivery, uh, Joe, say, it's really no. Something yeah. happens and nope, you're going to appreciate. It. That's all. Okay, I'm saying. that's all, all right. I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, not everything is a joke to me, Matt. <laughs> no, with your delivery, <laughs> it's very hard to tell, Joe. It really yeah. is. Um, well, guys, 
Okay, what's the next one? Anyway, let's go on to the next film, James. Jimmy Jim James. (laughs) Jimmy Jim James. You know what? I I was going to go with this one, but fuck it. I'm going to go with Orphan. Uh, I loved Orphan. I loved the 2009 feature about Esther, the lovely little girl that gets adopted by the lovely Vera Farmiga and, of course, Peter Sarsgaard. And Isabel Furman is not quite what they expect. Now, I, I, I will say most people know the twist here. I believe in general, most people know the twist of this film. Yeah, so if you I would don't, hesitate. pause pause this show now, go and watch The Orphan or skip through this part or something because there is a big twist in it that really kind of changes yeah, everything. And it actually made Joe wonder if this is part of the theme, but that's a discussion we can have. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, that, that, it was, a, it was a, I questioned whether it would be, but I'm like, you know what? It is a killer kid flick. It, it really is. It just... It throws you, it, you know, it surprises you. Uh, and obviously we're getting a sequel that looks like the same. Film with the, it's a prequel. A prequel. With yeah, a prequel, ad. which makes no sense to me. I, I, yeah. and what, you, what, you know what really worries me is that. No, but, Styles but, is in it. but what's the girl's, what's the actress's name who plays? Oh, Isabel uh, Furman. Isabel yeah. Furman. She she's obviously much older than she was when they made this because this yeah. came out in what year? 20... 2009. 2009. So, yeah. so she's now, I think she was 10 when they made it. So she's now, uh, you know, in her early twenties. So she obviously doesn't look like a 10 year old anymore. And well, she wasn't, she wasn't a 10 year old at all. They, it was makeup. She's like, she's an adult when she did that movie. She was, she was the actress, Isabella yes. Furman. That's she was an, That's oh, not okay. a kid. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, then she's even older than she was then. Well, yeah, um, I, I, you know, yeah, I'm I thought she was, she was. She was twelve. She 12. was born That's in right. 1997. Yeah, the film oh, came out in 2009. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was, I knew she was a kid. Yeah. Well, can we um, can we back up for one quick second? Because for those of you who don't know, this film is about this couple that go and adopt a little girl. They already have two other children, uh, but the girl that they adopt. Uh, they bring her home and bad things start to happen. And here's the spoiler alert. They find out at the end of the film that she's actually a 33 year old woman who has some sort of uh, genetic disease that makes her um, small proportionately. It's a real thing too. It's, it's, it's a real disease. Yeah. It's like sort of like Webster, right. Or, or Gary Coleman, I think had something similar. I don't know if it was the same thing, but I think um, it was actually. I think it was might have been, I yeah. believe. But but what kills me about the what I was saying about the sequel is that now the girl, you know, the actress is really in her twenties. And and I don't know if they're gonna use CGI or whatever. And and it really worries me that they're gonna do some kind of uh retro de-aging thing that never works. Um some Benjamin Buttons type stuff. Yeah. Watching the trailer, I don't think I, I don't think they're they're using any de aging. I just think they I think have they'll her. have to a little bit. But if they if they mix it in right with the makeup, I think they could pull it off because she still looks pretty. She's a she's you know she's not that old, so she could she could probably pull it off. I mean, Maybe. I just hope this movie is good. Well, That's that, that too, yeah. If yeah. they can make Natalie Portman look six foot tall and jacked in Thor, then they can make this twenty some year old woman look like she's seven. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, it That's would true. probably be easier to do this than it was to make Robert De Niro look like he was in his 30s or yeah, whatever. Irish that was yeah, horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I wish they yeah, just not even tried to do the CG with him and just let him act like he's that age. I don't it would it, it was terrible. Thank God Joe Pesci was in that movie. Yeah, he was great. Hopefully it's better than the baby in the Twilight series. Yeah. yeah. Oh. This is one the the orphan though is one that I think if there was a seventies version of this, it would have been real because it, it was uncomfortable in parts as it was, especially when she's trying to seduce the husband. Oh but, my god! Yeah, but it, I think a seventies, so yeah, yeah. a seventies version of this would have been probably extremely uncomfortable because, especially, you know, like well, we'll get to another movie from the seventies uh, coming yeah. up that was uncomfortable enough as it was. Yep, uh, it but was it, it was shocking that they she killed the dad they yeah stabbed yeah. him up i was like i i, I thought he was gonna survive like yeah. I, didn't think, I didn't think Can they I were gonna though, go there as a fan of peter sarsgaard he's good literally one him. of the worst yeah. fathers in any film ever ever what oh, a yeah. dick i hated him i was Why? literally when he dies i was thank god she can marry someone cool what did he do wrong? He hated the character. He, he was blaming. Like he didn't believe his wife Everything at all. She tried to say, "Oh, yeah. there's a problem. You're an idiot. You're a drunk. He's an You're alcoholic. She was no. He's a shitty husband. He's a shitty husband. He's a terrible human being. Everybody a... makes mistakes, Jimmy. No, that's far from a mistake. Like <laughs> you know, like he he screwed up too. He was hateable. Hateable. I didn't I think at all. Well, he, but he, he was he, like Michael Douglas in Fatal Attraction. Go ahead and kill yourself because you're garbage. No, Michael Whoa. Douglas was fine in Fatal <laughs> Whoa, Attraction. No, Michael Michael Douglas was a piece of shit. He deserved everything. Ann Archer was the one who I felt bad for. I didn't give a fuck Wait about a minute. it. Yeah, I felt bad Wait for Ann Archer, but Are she you... was the actual victim. He was a pig. Are you taking Glenn Close's side in Fatal Attraction? No, <laughs> literally. Is that what you're saying? I hate Fatal Attraction. I think it's a terrible film. I really do. You it's think Fatal Attraction is a bad yeah, film? It's not my favorite Aiden Line film. It's it's not a terrible, terrible film, but when they go Friday the 13th on it, had they ended it the way they should have ended it, it would have been much better. Oh, when would, she slits her throat? Yeah. That would have been far more interesting. Far no, more. They just turned it. into a che- I thought Orphan was a better film than Fatal Attraction by far. You're out of your mind. No, I'm not. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, I mean, everybody, right. everybody has their opinion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fatal Attraction was horribly overrated because Michael jo- Douglas was a piece of shit. I was glad he, I, he should have died. He your opinion. Died your opinion. Your opinion, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my opinion, Mark. Let's learn that. <laughs> oh. So, uh, all right. So, no, I, I mean, I disagree with that completely, but, yeah. um, but I do, I thought the, the orphans an interesting movie because it was a very mainstream film with, you know, at least what looks like a pretty big budget, big, good, great cast, terrific cast. Um, but it, and it did it, I think it did well enough at the box office, modestly well, it got pretty good reviews, but it's sort of taken on this cult following. And, and, and that's kind of rare for a, a mainstream film to all the, uh, to slide into that cult following. Usually that is with more indie films or films that went under the radar when they first yeah. came out, uh, and bombed because they were dumped at a wrong, at the wrong time or whatever. But this, this is one that, that did okay at the box office and got reasonably good reviews and yet still has somehow become this cult following. 
So uh, I, I was there. I mean, I saw it in theaters like before it opened because I, I, I did like I covered the junket for this. I, I remember seeing this movie and everyone in the theater was like, wow, that was good. We were all shocked because the, the trailer looked stupid. I mean, the poster looked ridiculous, but it was one of those movies that was so smartly done. It was it it, it holds up really well. And I, I get why it's kind of especially because like the cast has become very popular. Vera Farmiga, obviously, with Conjuring and everything else. Yeah, it did. The daughter, though, the the deaf one, she drove me crazy. She's great. I love no, her. Yeah. Yeah, no, what's wrong no, with her? No, her I, no, Jesus no, Christ, she's a, Mark. No, she's a good actress. I'm just saying, I hated her character. I mean, I mean, she's pretty much the reason why all this kind of happened. All she had to do was just tattle, just say something. What is she a mute? She's only deaf. Why did she going, tell is, the parents? What is going on? Is everyone have to have hot takes today? What's happening? Yes. There? No, I'm just saying. Jesus. I'm just saying. The, the, the but you're defending. Girl, you're, you're defending little the little girl. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, things happen. Man, she's a child. She, she basically no, helped no, kill the. She helped kill a nun. She's manipulable. No, she didn't. She's an impressionable youth. Yeah, I, I she guess sucked in by the girl. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. it, it's not like the movie praises that. It's you know, no. it, it sees it in a certain light. But, yeah. Um, that being yeah. said, mm. I don't think this movie needs a prequel. It's the prequel no. nobody asked for. Yeah, no, yeah, that, I think this we can all one, agree on that. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's just fine the way it is. I, yeah. There's what, what are we gonna do? It's just gonna be the same situation, you know. And right. That's the trailer does not look great. The trailer does not no. look promising. It's, at all. it's a money, it's a money. The ending thing. wasn't that great either. I and mean, when she what, tries to seduce another dad, it'll just be even creepier yeah. because she's supposed to be even younger. Oh yeah. 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 Oh God. God. So Dude, Jimmy, what's she's the... an adult, so she could probably do more stuff now, and yeah, it's going to be creepy. Jimmy, what's the next one? The next one, let's. You know what? We've already hinted at it. Let's go to the next one. I didn't even. I forgot how disturbing this film was. Let's go with the little girl who lived down the lane. It was made in 1976, so, uh, directed by Nicholas Gre- uh, Gresner, I think. Uh, the uh, star Jodie Foster. Uh, Martin Sheen, Alexis Smith, the classic actress. Uh, and also, uh, Mort Schumann, who is actually quite likable in this film. About a little girl who lived down the lane. She is a little odd. She talks about her poet dad. No one knows why they never see her dad. No one knows why she's all alone all the time. And her neighbors seem to be really kind of jerks. Very, very, very. No, no, no one was really nice except for a couple people. But I, I remember seeing this film and not realizing how disturbing it really was. This is a PG-rated movie. It was PG. Sure. Let, let's start with your take, Matt. You were kind of. I think there's a couple of things we could talk about on this. Yeah, what did I you mean, think, it's Matt? it's definitely creepy. I, I I thought it was okay. Um, you know, I had seen this long time ago, and it would it really disturbed me when I was young because. Uh, it was on at a time I, I didn't realize it was PG, but it was it was on at a time. Of, I don't know. I probably shouldn't have watched it, but it, the the scene with the hamster kind of disturbed me, and and so I skipped past that part this time. But um, I just hate animal stuff, and uh, and so you know that, that that wasn't great to see. But I, I don't know. I was probably ten when I watched it or whatever, and I had a crush on 
Jodie Foster back in back when I was a kid uh, because of Bugsy Bugsy Malone. Was that the name Heck of that? Yeah, or, Bugsy yeah, Malone with Scott Bale. Yeah, yeah, that was great I loved, movie. I loved that movie. I thought it was so cool. The the kids with you know gangsters and everything, but it, and I had a huge machine guns. Yeah, I, oh yeah. god, it's I, so good. I had a huge crush on her. But anyway, um, it's almost like a play. It's it's pretty much yeah. for the most part one setting. There's you know if it moves to into different areas at at at, at times, but it, it's almost like a play. And uh, I, I'm trying to think. Well. For one thing, Martin Sheen is as creepy as they come. I mean, oh my I, God, I yeah. this is, that's one. That's what I was talking about when I said I don't think this movie certainly wouldn't be made like this today, like that. You know, because the things he was saying to her, and I, I can't remember how old she was supposed to be twelve, maybe something like that. Uh, she, she was 12? thirteen. 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 Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah. She, you know, the things he was saying to her were were really creepy, you know, and just yeah. it, it's uh but it was effective, you know. Um so well, I, keep in mind I liked too, it, didn't love it. It I felt like it it because of the one setting, it felt a little staticky sometimes, but but I do I did appreciate it. Yeah, the 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 beginning of of this film is the only kind of it was like a rocky start. I I don't know what the the director was doing when Martin Sheen uh, first showed up. He's just walking around the house, and it it did seem like it was a play. I thought the I thought the uh, the blocking was a little off, kind of bad at the very beginning, but it really uh, smoothed out afterwards. Um, I really enjoyed this this uh, film. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, the the magician kid, uh, what uh, Mario, Mario, yeah, I yeah. I thought. I thought Matthew it was Matthew Modine, Modine all yep. the way through it. Yeah, I, yeah. I actually stopped the movie and had to get my phone out and look it up. I'm like, this is Matthew Modine, isn't it? Nope, it is not. I, I, I thought it was Matthew Modine. I, I didn't even bother. I said, that's that's a young Matthew Modine because the age kind of, you know, is right with that. Well, yeah, I, didn't, so, I didn't really see that, but yeah, I love the no? scenes with them. I didn't see it either. To oh, be yeah. Honest. Yeah, yeah. But then again, yeah. we, both uh, Matt and I had seen the movie, so I think we already, yeah, you know, yeah. knew it wasn't him. But the yeah. scenes with the two of them were such great little, like kid scenes, and almost, almost random in a way, you know. But they were just mm-hmm. such. They weren't. A lot of times, movies today are just so tightly wrapped, and and you know, there's no there's no room for that kind of almost like improvisation or odd little conversations, you know, and this was, it was just such a great scene. It didn't really add to the plot too much, but I, I love those scenes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it was, it, it was a little weird with the, uh, uh, the sex scene uh, with the body double. Uh, that was odd. That was really it, disturbing. Yeah, it, it, I didn't think they needed to put that in there. Why I don't know you, why. Why do you even pretend to show a 13 year old naked? Right. Like, yeah. What, that, that was my only issue, really issue with rewatching it. I'm like, that was yeah, so unnecessary. That's why but, I don't think this was PG. It was. Are you Absolutely sure? Because there was, was some nudity. Yeah, PG. Well, yeah. Well, uh, back in the uh, early yeah, it's, 80s, it's, it's, nudity, nudity was fine. It's yeah. PG. On IMDb, yeah. it's PG. Airplane. It, airplane had wow. boobies. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know yeah, this is my hang up, but the, the music in this, uh, it's just the intro <laughs> yeah. with the credits the most boring piano music I've ever heard in my life took forever <laughs> to just get past the opening credits. And yeah. I understand what you're saying, Matt, about how it really seems like a play 
because there were scenes that there was zero music, zero mood music at mm-hmm. all that really needed some, like that whole confrontation scene when the, the mother, or the, uh, landlady or whatever, when she comes over her jelly jars, it's just dead silence. And it's something you would expect to see like in a black box theater. And it really could have used something to make it a little bit more cinematic. But um, yeah, I, I did some research. It's everybody's got the same opinion. It looks like it should have been a play first turned into a movie, but mm-hmm. it actually wasn't. It reminded me a little bit like of uh, Death Trap. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah little, I liked yeah. all of those things you guys are talking about because I, back in the I, I, I like that the 70s took time to develop characters. To I like that too. Have yeah. Dialogue you can listen to and and and, and entertain. And Jodie Foster is phenomenal. She's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Jodie Foster. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't mean, expect even, anything less. Even at that age, she was so brilliant. It's such a brilliant performance. And Martin Sheen is, I mean, he's incredible. He's awful, but he's incredible in it. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's yeah. great. Great performance. I mean, but you guys, Matt, you're right. They would not make this movie today. No, they no. couldn't get away. No, no way. With it. I didn't no really way. remember that nude scene either. I, mean, I wonder if I turned it off um, when that uh, hamster thing happened. I just didn't remember it. And so when I saw it this time, it shocked me. I was like, wait a minute. Are we seeing a, a 12, 13 year old right now? Yeah. And so I had to look it up. And it was actually her sister who was like 19. Her older sister. Time. Yeah. yeah her, it was, Jamie, it was Jody Foster's who, older sister. Yeah. Who was like 19 at the time. But, but the creepy thing is the filmmakers kept trying to get her to wear skimpy outfits and show more of her body. And she refused. And she, she tried to, ref, she tried to refuse to do the, the love scene. Uh, but they wouldn't let her. And so she did it, but she had certain parameters and she wouldn't, of course, do the nude part. And uh, but that was her sister and her sister, uh, Connie. Foster. Yeah. And uh, but 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 they were trying to get her to wear like little shorts and and little outfits and and wear things that were more revealing uh to make her tr- be more enticing. And I'm like, so creepy. So yeah, creepy. you're 13. You don't need that. Yeah, you don't, you don't need that. It's, it's it's better. It's better how what what she was wearing. I thought. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Because she dressed like a thirteen year old. She looked back. like a, yeah. She looked like a real character. I well, thought and, that, that person exists. And it takes the blame away from her. Right. These guys are yeah. just creepy. Like Martin Sheen is just a creep who's into little girls. She's not this enticing thing who's d- dressed up in a little nighty and and and, and, being, flir- and- being yeah, being flirtatious or anything. It and you know and and if she were then that would sort of let him off the hook as though she was there was something seductive about her. But she's 13 years old so that's a you know, so I, I do like that, that they that she kept the that the clothes she was wearing were were nothing revealing at all. They were nondescript baggy almost and um, almost boyish, like boy like. Yeah, almost know. boyish. And so really it, it, it brings home the idea that Martin Sheen's character really was just a creep. Uh, Actually, she, she about, her mom knew her. Mom everyone knew, in the everyone town did. knew what he was. Yeah. That did, yeah. that did happen at that time. Unfortunately, yeah. that did have people got away with a lot of crap back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. She celebrated her 13th birthday during principal photography on this film. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Which well, nowadays, nowadays birthdays. they'd have, nowadays they'd have like a 16 
seventeen year old playing that part, but oh, for sure, for yeah. sure, yeah, or a twenty four year old. Right. Wait, this happened in nineteen. Uh, this film was nineteen eighty, right? No, nineteen seventy six. Oh, nineteen seventy six. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Well, you you got. I had the perfect transition. I said, "Think speaking of birthdays, and it's totally yeah. ruined now." But you know what? Let's jump to the next one. We got speaking of birthdays. Yeah, speaking of birthdays, we have bloody birthday. Now, yeah. this is a movie. <laughs> I've seen way too many times directed by Ed Hunt uh, has a couple of Hollywood kind of kind of minor legends from the 70s and all that with uh, Susan Strasberg, Jose Ferrer is definitely a legend. Um, Lori Lethen, who who is the lead girl in it. uh, This is a movie about three children born uh, during an eclipse. Um, And for some reason, 10 at 10 years old, they just get really vicious. And then they kill people and that's what happens. And this is a weird movie, but I love it. And it also stars Julie Brown, who later on went to do just uh, say Julie on MTV. Speaking Earth, of a, Earth, Earth girls are never, easy. Dude. She had that song homecoming Queens. Got a gun. Got a gun. Yeah. That would Everybody never run. fly down. No. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. yeah. No different. Era. But what did you guys think of this flick? Loved it absolutely yeah. love this film yeah, yeah. um it also had uh the one of the boys one of the triplets the boy uh went on to play mikey randall in the short-lived amazing show parker lewis can't lose from the yep. 90s yeah and then the little blonde girl I, it was driving me nuts uh i couldn't place her and then all of a sudden it clicked in the blues brothers when they go to shea key to the yeah. um to that fancy french restaurant there's a, a jim belushi walks up to a guy and says how much for your little girl and that's the little girl that's sitting at the table she's in this movie. wow yeah. Oh, yeah oh i forgot about that Shoot. Yep. jeez yeah. i haven't that watched the blues brothers yet, in forever Perfect. i've seen favorites. it so many times i don't need to see it again but yeah. yeah it was i i loved um the opening scene where <laughs> <laughs> this guy manages to coax a girl to have sex in a freshly dug grave. I mean, granted, it's just a hole in the ground in the two in the cemetery, but still, uh, we were we were the ride just began when you saw that that yeah. scene in the film. You've got so. some pretty good game if you can make that happen. Oh yeah. <laughs> and how great was it that he when he gets hit by the shovel and then the girl's getting you know hung up and strung, he actually comes to and tries to help her out and he, yeah. Another shovel to the head. I was like, oh, that was kind of cool. That was cool. I dig I dug that dude. He was a good guy. <laughs> yeah. He's a great guy. Oh, that's funny. And you know that if he had saved the day, he would have kept going at it in a hole in the ground. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He was not like done. Nothing he happened. Was... He wouldn't have skipped a beat. <laughs> yeah. Is this the only movie so far that you've liked, Joe? No, the only one that I didn't like was The Pit. I've liked oh, everyone okay. else. Okay. Yeah. How did yeah. you not like The Pit? That's so weird. I thought you would have loved it. No, because it's not Bloody Birthday. Yeah, it's not Bloody <laughs> True. Birthday, man. So back to Bloody Birthday. What did birthday. you think of Bloody Birthday? What was your thoughts? Me? I I, I, I absolutely loved it. Um, uh, uh, the the actor who uh, played uh, the, daughter, uh, the daughter's son, um, he's actually in E.T., uh, he's the one that puts that has the headphones on. It's going, and he's like uh, up in the air and crossing the moon at the end. He's going, "Tell me when it's over." That's that kid. Uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's and, a, it was a lot of fun, right? This movie. Oh yeah, it, 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 it had, had archery. Like, yeah, <laughs> and a and a 
fucking peephole again, man. It's, yeah. Why are people going to oh, do peepholes? Yeah. Yep. Just hey, shoot Mark loves around. when people put things in holes. Yeah, yeah he loves holes. It's so dumb. It's like, oh, getting shot. Julie Brown getting shot in the, shot with an arrow right in the eye. Oh, man. Joe, Joe, what was your uh, take on the archery in this? Was it a Joe seal of approval? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely not. Very poor form. Very, uh, very poor kids, form. Though, to be fair, I know. Yeah. Yep, they got a lot of they got a lot of practicing to go. Yeah. Well, but Joe Joe is a certified instructor, so he he can quali- He's qualified to yeah. uh, criticize these kids. Level yeah. one. Yeah. We need to have a whole show on the best archery in horror movies. Ooh. I think that we got this one. Yeah. We got Friday the Thirteenth, and yeah. I'm sure there's others. Well, <laughs> And There's any uh, Joe loves. Oh, your next has some great archery going on. In oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe loves yeah. any movie with a crossbow as well. So, well, who yeah, does? That's cheating. But no, he, yeah, he hates crossbows. Uh, no, no, this, this this film's great. Uh, uh, I, I, I love the kid with the glasses. I I think he's great. I think he's wonderful. He, and um, the the blonde the blonde headed uh, killer, uh, he was horrible. He's just a bad actor. I I I think they just casted him, and, and he he just didn't compare to uh, the blonde and uh, the kid with the glasses. He was he was kind of like the the dumb kid, I guess. But uh, it, I I thought it was a lot of fun, uh, especially yeah. with the poison and the frosting. That was great. Don't eat the cake. Oh, that was great. Yeah, yeah that was good. <laughs> that was good. I was really kind of hoping that that would have actually happened and it that wasn't just a great. ruse i'm like i just wanted to see that scene at this birthday party where people are coming from all over the town just all simultaneously getting poisoned and dying on screen that'd be great dead that would have been perfect yeah this was another fun one J- jimmy you, you you had some good picks here i i liked them oh, yeah that was a you. good very good mix uh i can't remember do you have any more i do have one more we have one oh, more have a very what, special what one. was the other now i can't remember what it was well, the last one is The Brood, David oh, Cronenberg. How can I forget yeah. that one? Yes. One of the, look, I, I love David Cronenberg. I, I think he's a genius. I love I love his early work so utterly, so much. And I yeah. I got to say, every time I watch The Brood, I love it more. I think, I think Samantha Agar is one of the most incredible actresses, un- shockingly underrated. Yeah. I, she, she gives Oscar performances in B-movies all the time. She's really Oliver, good. Oliver Reed is creepy. Oh, yeah. oh my god, he's so love creepy. Oliver Reed. Yeah, the, even love the Oliver Reed. Art Hindle makes a great leading guy. He's really this is a this is a really phenomenal film. Uh, again, I let me. I forgot the year. I think this is eighty. I, I didn't seventy nine. Seventy nine. Yes, yes. So yeah. I, this is one of those movies that I that it doesn't as dated as it is. It feels kind of weirdly still together like relatively cool and feels like a period piece almost it's, I love, I love it's the way obvious it's, it's obvious that it, you know that the filmmakers knew what they were doing i mean this is cronenberg uh was at at the top of his game at this point you know there, there was some really bad adr work but the cinematography was great <laughs> that scene where they kill the teacher in the classroom that is such did see did this the is kids all problem. standing around the kids this are all standing problem. around oh, and you yeah. hear them sobbing and sobbing and none of the kids are moving their mouth you know yeah. how, did, how did those kids kill that kill that teacher with with those little wooden hammers man did that made no sense at all these well, kids didn't have, you, you can, these kids didn't do. have superhuman strength yeah but no they well they, they did they, they were, they were supposed had, to be strong issues absolutely 
When, yeah. what, what part of the movie what, did they show any superhuman strength by taking, people, like taking they, down they Oliver, were, they were, Oliver they were, Reed? They were normal kids. They were freaks. Yeah. They were. They had this I, kind of. I know that, but it, I didn't think they, they and you know, that, put any he, plausible strength on, to take down Oliver Reed in his prime. Absolutely. When it's a bunch of them, yeah, for sure. There's only eight of them. It, Taking down Oliver Reed at the end like that. I Oliver was like, Reed how is, is that even a, happening? Oliver Reed is not going to go in the ring with someone. He's not a he's not a fighter. He's a, he's a, he's a, yeah, it, he's a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> I, Oliver Reed could kick my ass in Gladiator, and he died during during filming of that. He could have kicked my ass. He's yeah, telling maybe. me that Oliver Reed in his prime. We, they they, were, take they weren't your regular kids. They were they were they there was something like super uber violent, super vicious, super. They were animalistic. When I you're just, animalistic, I would have punted those kids like no tomorrow, and they, and they would have gotten you so quick. We don't know <laughs> how old they are either, Mark. Yeah, you know how old they are. They could yeah. have been thirty years old. Yeah, right. just like the girl, just like old. the girl in Orphan. Makeup was kind of bad on, on them. Well, okay, and this is, don't I mean, get me wrong. Right. I, I like this film. I like. Yeah, this, they, film. this was a limited, but it wasn't a huge budget. He wasn't working with big budgets in these movies. The, the same thing with uh, the uh, Shivers. It's like. There, there's a kind of a goofy B movie charm to them, but it's everything is so good about them. Whether it's the cinematography, whether it's the score, Howard Shore did this amazing score to this movie. Like he makes B movies amazing. That's what and he's got a great about. eye for detail because yeah. I loved Candy, the little girl. She had a wonderful uh, orange Happy Days lunchbox that I just adored. Yeah. I remembered from my childhood. <laughs> I remember that box. I remember yeah. that box. Yeah. It had uh, Fonzie, yeah. Richie, and Potsy all on the front. Yeah. yeah. I had yeah. that one. And Did, did you? you really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I met Potsy. Okay. Really? Anyway, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he That's showed up at, at the restaurant. That's where crickets, Matt. Williams, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, Anson Williams, and 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 I said, I said, Anson Williams. He's going. Thanks for not calling me Potsy. I shook my hand. I got a picture of it. I'll, I'll Did he say that? Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! I love that. Stop with the crickets, man. <laughs> it's not every day you meet Potsy. Uh, I'm excited for him. God damn it. I believe he likes to be addressed as Anson Williams, but <laughs> yes, he does. Hey, wait, can I tell you a real quick story going Great to my singer, bloody too. birthday a little bit? Yes. So I was in line at Starbucks getting coffee one Sorry, day. Sorry, that was delayed, Joe. <laughs> so there was a, I was in line and getting with my coffee, and this woman starts talking to my friend who works there, and she starts talking, oh yeah, blah blah blah, talking about movies. And we start talking about horror movies. She's like, yeah, I did a couple of weird movies back in the day in the 80s. And I'm like, oh, which one? She's like, oh, I was the lead in Bloody Birthday. <laughs> so I got to meet that woman. She oh, was great. Wow. Oh, wow. That's really funny. sweet, too. Really charming lady. Wait, which I one? Was like, the girl yeah. that was from the Blues Brothers? Yeah. No, no. The, the adult. The, the, oh, the oh, adult. The adult. Okay. The, 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 mom. the, the, the lead mom. woman. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, she cool. was, yeah, she did that. And I think Return to Horror High, if I'm not mistaken. One of those. But she, oh, I love that movie. Yeah, she's great. She and she was good. She's great in the movie. But yeah, going back to the brood, uh, Matt, what did what did you think? Did you kind of hit on this at all or no? Oh yeah, no. I I, I I've seen this before, and uh, uh, this was one that when I was a kid in the seventies and early eighties, the the teenagers around the neighborhood were talking. I remember them talking about this one, and I believe it popped up on one of those late night scary movie shows once in a while too. Um, yes, but did. I, I, it had been, it had been a while since I'd seen it probably, I don't know, maybe the last time I watched it was in college. I can't remember now, but, uh, it's, it, you know, it, Cronenberg is, is, is just, you know, when you, you, 
he's he's kind of that director one of those directors I don't, I don't I don't know if I'd compare him to Kubrick but but he has a quality like Kubrick in that his movies are very watchable like you just sit, yeah. like if they're on you find yourself just watching them continuing to watch them and but, but he has yeah. very consistent themes in his movies and the body horror uh these idea of 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 talking about sort of this uh pseudoscience physicality and 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 uh uh, uh you know, sort of physical, uh, uh, I guess morphing, you know, that goes on metamorphosis and uh, physical changes in the human, um, uh, in human beings from the fly to, well, even this newest one is basically yeah. all about that human beings yeah. changing and, and, and evolving in a way. Um, and so he's very consistent with that and managed to manage to make very unique movies, um, from that concept. So there was yeah. great... body horror, like David Cronenberg. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There was some great hair in this film. Oh, oh he had the oh, comb yeah. over the hair. Yeah, was just oh yeah. That guy with the neck. Yeah. 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 I, I loved him. I, I loved that actor. Yeah, he was he great. Was great. And the, right. main, and the, the main, the worst comb over ever. Was oh yeah. The main actor I thought was really good. I was like, from he, Porky's. Yeah. Oh, is he in Porky's? That's right. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he played the sheriff. Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. 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 You're but, right. Um, but he, he, you know, he didn't do a whole lot more. And I was like, this guy was actually really good. I mean, he was, yeah, he was fantastic. He, he was solid. So, and the, the main woman, I, I think, had been in quite a bit of stuff, but I, not so stuff. Matt I, Dagar, I, yeah, she's, yeah. She's phenomenal. She's, a, she's yeah. a hell of an actress. And every she's time great. I see her in these movies, she just blows me away. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that brings us to the end of the night. Wow. Not too shabby. Good, good one, Jimmy. And thank you. So the next pick is Marcus's Marcus. And, and uh, he Why did is, it have to be Mark. Why did it have to be Mark? <laughs> uh, so Mark, what is your next pick and what are the movies people should be looking out for to watch? And, and where should they get... be looking for them? And where? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to get wet and slippery. Uh, we're we're going, uh, no, not porn. Uh, oh, we didn't even talk about the monsters. Speaking of porn, the monsters trailer. Do we have to talk about that? Oh my God. I would like to point out that I found out it's going straight to Netflix. Yep. I, and I bet the reason why is because when that trailer hit and it got such backlash, I bet they just sold it for like 20 million. That had I to love been Rob Zombie, and I think he's made some really good films. This is not. This does not look good at all. I don't know what the hell. What, I don't, even, what, what is he even filming this no movie idea. with? It yeah. looks no idea. so bad. No idea it looks oh like it was. God. It looks like it's shot on video. Like yeah, Beauty I Queen. I, I'm, sure, watch it on I'm sure he's going 40 for million, a style. Forty million. He he got to make this film, and it looks like he spent five hundred thousand. I mean, this this movie looks horrible. Oof. Yeah, and it's a and it's a origin story. I mean, like yeah. the kids yeah, aren't, the kids even, aren't in even in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that that happened. Thank yeah. yeah. Thank God I don't have to pay for it. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for bringing that up, Mark. So that's hey, a movie I'm not going to watch. Don't see Nope when it comes out this next Friday. On today yeah. when it comes out. <laughs> so, uh, so we're gonna do uh, uh, the next uh, episode is gonna be aquatic horror. I was. I was saying underwater horror, and thankfully Matt says aquatic horror. 
And it's like, oh, that sounds so much better. So not underwater horror, but aquatic horror. Makes it sound a little bit smarter. Yes, yes. So uh, we got six movies. Smart. And we're going with uh, Humanoids of the Deep, nineteen eighty. Yes. On Tubi. Have you have you guys seen that? Yes, no. I love it. I have movie. not so much. It's it's, it's phenomenal. Yes. Uh, uh two is gonna be Deep Star Six, 1989 on Amazon nice. Prime. Also, Lafayathan, uh, it's gonna be on Tubi. That's also 1989. They both came out in the summer, so it's a nice comparison on, on how two different films basically the same kind of premise. So that's gonna be interesting to watch. Uh, we're going to watch Crawl, which is 2019 on Amazon Prime. Underwater, 2020 on Hulu. And then finally, uh, I picked this one just for Joey. Uh, The Meg, 2018 on Hulu. Oh, good God. (laughs) That is the only one of the six that I've seen. And I'm oh, that's so bad. No, it's great. Not good at all. No, it's great. I saw it in the theater. I had a blast. (laughs) We haven't even reviewed it yet. (laughs) With sharks and be so freaking boring. No, it's not. It's a lot of fun. We had forty. You had forty-seven meters down. (laughs) Requin. Piranha. Yeah. No, Piranha Three Double D. Yes. Oh, I love that one, but no, yeah. no, uh, there's, there's a topic uh, happening. Okay, uh, you know what, I'm, I, I'm okay with this because I do love Jason Statham, so I'm okay. Yeah, it's with great, it. even though that movie's not Meg. Bad, we're gonna watch it again uh, for you. Man, have you seen the Meg? Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So maybe, maybe, maybe I'll pick another one. Who knows? No, you got it locked in. It's the Meg. Yeah, you're, it's you're, now that the it's Meg. recorded. Yeah. yeah. Now Meg. we now we've got to do it. Yeah, that's great. Oh, I only have five movies to watch. <laughs> no, you have to rewatch it. Yeah, the rules. I've only got three. Do you know the rules? Hey, Joe, there's a you could just do the YouTube thing and watch the best of it, and you'll see about five minutes. That's fine. You're good. <laughs> just done kidding. and Sorry, done. Mark. James, <laughs> shut up. You can't do that. Sorry. That's Mark, against the rules. This is why you're not Brian's favorite. No, you're his favorite, obviously. <laughs> Shout out to Brian, friend of the show, Shout Brian, out by to the way. Brian. It, Joe, do you happen to know how many people uh, have Mark as their favorite? Uh, hang on, let me go back Point. to the zero. Yep, that's what I have in my notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Zero. Hey, hey. Point. If, zero. Poor if Mark. It, if, Carry the if, one. <laughs> If if there's anybody out there that likes me that uh it's that I'm your favorite, uh give a shout out. <laughs> I like you, Mark. It's not it's not the same. It, yeah, no, it's not the same. Zero point zero. <laughs> Bastards. All right. Well, that brings us to uh, the close of another episode. Please, please go to www.cinescarehorror.com and check out what we've got there. We've got some merchandise for you to, to look at and uh, not look at it, to buy. Please support yeah. the show. Buy a T-shirt. Buy a coffee mug. Buy a bath mat. Buy, uh, well, I have cell a, phone phone, cover. a cell phone case. I've got my cell phone case here. It's very nice. Yeah. Neat. I, I I did have a problem with it because they have two different cell phone covers that they'll 
that they send you. One is the thin one and it's not very protective at all. And then there's one that is more max protection, but it's basically the thin one with like some rubber thing that goes around your phone and you have to slide it in and it's really hard to put on. But, but once you do, it looks great. Looks nice. Can you work with Otter and make a really good, safe phone? Because I I need those. I need it because it always falls. Well, once you get this rubber thing in and the and the case on, it's actually very protective. So okay. And if you don't want to spend any money, but you still want to jump on the Cinescare train, go to our website and download one of the various uh, wallpapers for your phone. True. There's the uh, the Jaws version, the regular Cinescare version, and of course the Shining Carpet version. Yeah, so and uh, all of them are fantastic. I switch them around every now and then. They're all great. Yeah. So add them to your lock screen. All right. Well, I guess that's it for this time. So we will see you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs>